0: 951 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Odson Edward is named the player of the month for January Steven Gerrard could be without Borna Barisic For the trip to Kilmarnock, And Hamilton and Aberdeen meet in South Lanarkshire I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Roger Hanna
2: And there's a midweek card starting in less than two hours time Derek McInnes facing one of the biggest fixtures of his seven years As Aberdeen manager If they don't score at Hamilton tonight Gordon It will be the worst goal scoring record in the club's 117 year history And then 24 hours on Celtic league leaders At home to bottom of the table heart. Rangers go to Kilmarnock In the televised fixture Another scintillating midweek card But of course Scottish football Before all of that Unites As this show does Passes on our best wishes To Jackie McNamara and his family
1: Yeah well said High profile mm. figures from across the game Coming together today To do just that Neil Lennon being one of them So you'll hear that a bit later on uh, In the show Gordon, it might not be for everyone If you take a winter break You need to cram fixtures in elsewhere But for us, it means we've been absolutely spoiled rotten Because every Tuesday You and Roger come back here We've got the memories of the weekend Fresh in the Mm minds But you don't have time to dwell on it You're straight back into big games Come Tuesday, Wednesday Yeah, the games are coming thick and fast,
3: Gordon Um, It's obviously a testing time for Well, not probably Celtic Rangers because they've got massive squads but for other other teams that don't carry the same amount of players and the quality that Celtic Rangers have got uh, you've just got to do your best and uh, it's exciting there's a lot of great football it's a good game tonight wonder just with the weather conditions Brian Rice not too happy and the fact that football should be played in this sort of weather uh, I see his point of view uh, But then we've got A fixture card Tomorrow night A lot of difficult games Rangers going down To Comana Celtic host Hearts St Mirren. Uh You've got playing um, You've got Motherwell Up at St Johnston, And you've just looked At me there Because I've completely Forgot who St Mirren Was playing there Livingston Livingston Yeah sorry okay. Apologise to Livingston there <laughs> That's
2: fine <laughs> But it just goes to It's the age old argument We had a winter break there After the fixtures In December 29 And a lot of clubs Headed away to To warm weather training camps And the weather here Wasn't too bad We could have been Getting on with some football And then a month on yeah. When the football is back and we have these midweek cards, you have this horrible weather storm. Kira turns into storm Dennis. Yeah. The Peterhead game lasted what half an hour at the weekend because of the winds. And Lady Brian Rice and I think other managers have echoed it as well. That you know, should we be playing football in the eye of the storm, Gordon?
3: But do you know when football players come in, sometimes for a bit of criticism, getting it too easy, Gordon? You've got to say well done to them. They got on, a, they got on about their business. They go out there and they play in the conditions. That's what you have to do. And to be fair, there have been some uh, entertaining games as well. So it's all about uh, the title race is surely on now. A lot of big, big games coming up tomorrow night as well, and then back to Saturday. We're Looking forward to and Sunday, obviously.
1: The number you need to get in touch is oh one four one nine five one. One Don't hang about Let's hear from you tonight Tell us what is on your mind And if you would rather Tweets Then you can do that At Clyde SSB As well First uh, Point for us Today would be The award For the player of the month Going to Odson Edward. I don't think Any great surprise there um, But Neil Lennon says He's now bracing himself For bids for Celtic's top scorer uh, The manager believes There's still Better to come
4: Well deserved He's been brilliant You know So I hope that gives him You know, another confidence boost, if you want to call it that. We'll give him a break at the weekend and, you know, hopefully he'll be in good form going into tomorrow night's game. Can you
5: hold on to him
4: beyond the summer? I don't know. I don't know. we have had no inquiries for him, but I'm sure somewhere down the line for a player that calibre there will be. He's super talented. You know, he's up there. You know, he could play a Premier League. He could play in the Champions League. You know, no, no question of the form that he's in. And... At 22 he's got it all in front of him You know So I just hope he keeps getting better and better with us Gordon there
1: are a couple of players In our league at the moment That that keep producing Every Mm. time they play Or or every couple of weeks They produce something So we keep talking about them And it's almost hard to 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 say something new Everyone acknowledges Odds and Edwards Good He's had all the praise he can get He's he's getting the personal awards Is it seven goals In his last six games What more can you say about this guy at the moment?
3: Well you find
1: it very hard, Gordon Um, I
3: do agree with Neil Lennon I think that um, Celtic will be tested in the summer Because there are clubs out there That would love someone with the talent He's 22 years of age He's only going to get better So no matter what the price is uh, Any club with the money that Obviously the English clubs have got Especially down there Coming in It's money probably well spent Because this guy is getting better And better and better He's the top player just now um, of that there's no doubt And um, he's just improving I think the biggest thing I've said it from day one Is the fact of his link-up playing. It's just uh, superb And I think he brings so much to Celtic
2: Yeah, I mean Edwin has been the outstanding player On the Celtic team again this season As you say, Gordon Alfredo Morelos has been an outstanding player On the Rangers team this season And and the Celtic and Rangers fans They should really enjoy these players While they're here Because with the limitations of the Scottish Domestic League And limitations and, and, and the money that the clubs can pay In terms of wages etc They will sooner or later Move on to, to clubs I'm not going to say bigger clubs Because you, you, you scarcely get bigger clubs But they'll move on to clubs In bigger leagues And I think it's important That the Celtic fans enjoy Edward The Rangers fans enjoy Morelos While they're here And meanwhile The two recruitment departments Try and find the mm. next Edward And the next Morelos for the moment when they are sold down the line
1: Yeah, Neil Lennon embracing himself for bids then Celtic fans, let's hear from you Is there still a, a confidence there? Is there still a belief there That Celtic can actually come up with something To keep him beyond the summer? Or are you resigned to perhaps parting ways? And by the way, before anyone dives in This is not us trying to move him on It's just a compliment Everyone acknowledges that he's clearly going to get interest Because he's playing so well So what do you think? Is there still a belief there That you could maybe pull something out of the bag? And keep them beyond the summer Tell us now 01419511025 It is another midweek fixture of course Hearts are the visitors tomorrow for Celtic Games coming around quickly uh, And the manager is delighted to be
4: getting some players back Got a few players back You know, Hatem and and near are back in training And obviously Moy and, and Ryan got a, a run out at the weekend So, you know, for Hatem and Near Tomorrow might be too early Um but the, the rest of the squad's fine in terms of, you know, there's no new, new fresh injuries from the weekend. Are you getting all these players back at the right time with the, the Europa League's coming back round as well? Yeah, I mean, it, it, getting them back at any time's a good time, you know, but obviously with the, the influx of games coming up, then it's it's great to have them all back. 01419511025. Ian is a Celtic fan. He's first
1: up tonight. Hi, Ian. Hi there, Gordon. Hi, Gordon. And Roger, is it right? Yes. Hi, Ian.
6: I've got a couple of points going, But a wee shout out to two of my pals My pal David is working out in Uh He's still got 8 weeks to go Till he comes home And I can't wait to the 15th of May The last uh, Premier League game of the season It's St James's Park I'm Keeping my my big pal Doing the his wife there In November uh, We're going to 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 see the Newcastle-Liverpool game So Archie Be prepared for the, soccer, for the two That's coming down mate We're looking forward to it Can you just phone him? Anyway, can you just phone him and tell him? <laughs> no, no, he knows He, he, know, he knows you're coming, mate <laughs> He knows already, now he certainly already, knows now Everybody I've, knows No, I've already I've already organised it <laughs> Good man, what's your point, mate? Miss, mate? Anyway We uh, keep talking at to the top of the show here About Roger and Edward Right, let's hypothetical here right, he's playing in Scotland But put the boys' shoes Into English football Now, Roger Journalist uh, Gordon played the game I mean, don't remember yourself Gordon Duncan but Nah just watch, well. just watch Just well. uh, watch it anyway A lot of little as well I think Ain't you mm-hmm. uh, um, So Playing in England uh, Playing with a, a lower rank team in England And the big teams would be looking at him If he was in that right You would probably be looking at 40, 50, 60 million That's just my opinion But leaving Scotland No I don't want him to go In the summer but it's possible, and there's another player across the city, it's possible it can go on. But the next five weeks is crucial for both clubs. Not just the Premiership, the Scottish Cup, but we've got a, a big ask in European football. The two of have got a chance of getting to the last 16, which is going to put their coefficients up to number 12. Roger could you verify that 13, 12 uh, I, think,
2: 13? Th- I think 13 was mentioned Ian Yeah we could go as high as that uh, And then 12, the Roger. season after next That might allow two teams from the SPFL Premiership Into the qualifying section for the Champions League Yeah
6: Yeah but who's Gordon who's, the three is obviously It's possible The two of them Could get the last 16 And that's going to put it up again yep. And who's to say they don't get a, a bad tie in the next round, but possibly they can draw one another because after that, everything's lifted. Any club can play a team for no,
1: England. Yeah, yeah same country Yeah, that's right. Okay, the mm. show will be lively if that happens. Um, clearly, a lot to happen before we get there. Where Ian is bang on the money, Roger. See if you take the next, I don't know what it would be, four, five weeks. What an incredibly important time that's going to be Because if you restrict yourself to the Premiership We'll find out when we get to that next Old Firm game What what is that gap? Have Rangers managed to close it? Have they managed to keep it where it's at? Or actually have Celtic stretched it to a level where Even victory in the remaining two Old Firm games Wouldn't guarantee anything for Rangers You would have the outcome of the next round of the Scottish Cup And Europe as well as Ian says So you always talk about the business end It's a bit of a cliche but we're entering... An
2: incredibly important part of the season. Of course we are, and everything is still in everyone's own hands. If you like, I think there's a seven-point gap just now. Rangers have a game in hand, so for Rangers to win every league game this season, Rangers would be champions. Um, you know, likewise, it's still within Celtic's hands to go and win nine in a row. They've been separated in the cup competition. I actually wondered if we were going to get a quarter-final draw involving the two of them when and you saw there was only. Celtic Hearts and Rangers The last three teams left In that draw on Sunday afternoon As Ian says They could potentially meet In the last 16 of the Europa League If you can imagine that But his initial point Was the award to odds And Edward I think from Celtic's point of view Keeping Edward fit And in this kind of form Is crucial And likewise for Rangers Keeping Alfredo Morelos fit and in goal scoring form Is vital The goal Morelos scored at Hamilton At the weekend Probably get ignored Because it Just put You know was Rangers already leading the game The goal didn't have the same Panache or flair If you like As Arfield's a fourth goal The, the Morelos goal's Has almost been lost In among mm. it all The Morelos goal for me Was the most important Of them all Because it was Morelos' first Since Boxing Day Since he came back Into the team Is a lad who Thrives on scoring goals and you could see Marielos now Now he's got back among the goals Kicking on And showing the kind of form That, that Edward has just won A Player of the Month award well, don't for Don't
1: worry We'll get to that a bit later on Stephen Gerrard making a, a similar point Actually just on Odds Edward Gordon Winning that award this month Has he I take it or, or has he surpassed What you thought he would become At Celtic If you think back to You know when he first signed With the big price tag How far is he Surpassing What, well, what you thought
3: Miles for me Gordon yeah. Um, even when I watched him last season, I thought, yeah, there's still a bit of improvement there. You've still a bit to work on your game, and I keep 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 saying it going about his link-up play. I don't think his ability to get by people and put the ball in the back end was ever in question. I think he's a very talented boy. He's got ter- tremendous pace. He's got great strength. My biggest when I looked at him, I thought, yeah, you need to sharpen up when he's backs to go when he can come off and link up midfield runners and players round about him. I don't know what's happened in the summer, but he's he's absolutely terrific. If you watch the the way they play now with the two up top, Griffiths is the one who'll stay in the shoulder of defenders and Edward will come into that space between defenders and midfield. And he's absolutely brilliant. And he gives so many problems to defenders. What do they do? Do they come in there with him and leave the space? Or do they drop off? The minute he drop off and he turns or he links up, all of a sudden, the defenders are in trouble I think he's just got the complete game now, to be honest mm. with you And at 22, I said at the top of the show, he's only got to get better
1: uh, Ian, towards the end of last week, we had callers coming on here saying He is Celtic's best since Larson and things like that High praise, would you go as far as that? Yep.
6: Well, uh, he's, he's not a kick in the backside away from it uh, It's Gordon, Gordon's praised the boy Um I've got to take my I've got to take my heart off to Gordon for saying that because he played he was a striker himself, my, I was a striker. I wasn't a bad striker when I was at Ibrox as well as a seventeen year old. Um I mean I played the same youth team as Ian and Derek Ferguson. So that's high praise for me. But an Edward, uh, terrific, uh, dead ball situation. Um he's got nimble feet, he's got fast feet for a I think he's about six feet three, six feet two, um, and as I say, we're talking about two strikers comparisons. Roger said um, he's probably the best writer, the best player in Scotland at the moment. And if I'm correct, um, I think he's only five goals behind Alfredo Morelos now, twenty nine and twenty four, and and it's it's good that the competition's there, but Celtic are kicking on. To if you look at the break. Last year after Dubai, they kicked on and I think they won 11 consecutive games in a trot. And they're on the way to that again. I think that's seven in a trot, Roger, isn't it?
2: Yeah, something like that. But I I think it is important to say that the supporters of both teams should realise that they're currently watching exceptional players. Now, whether you see Edward as the best since Dembele or the best since last or the best since whoever, we had a discussion in the programme a few Tuesdays ago. Morelos was the best Ranger striker since And you were to fill in The name You know some people Said the best since Jelovic Some people said The best since You know however Someone back said He was the best Since Ali McCoist. Whatever your thoughts are Edward and Morelos Are exceptional footballers And they're leading The title charges For their two teams And they're scoring All manner of goals Over 50 goals Between them And we're still only In the second week In February We're dealing with Exceptional talent Here Thanks to Ian in Greenock just to finish off with Neil Lennon many figures across
1: Scottish football speaking out on something which I think everyone will agree is putting our daft arguments about the game into perspective. Jackie McNamara um, struggling to find his way back to full fitness at the moment uh, after collapsing at the weekend. Neil Lennon offered his best wishes today.
4: Well, I'm lost for words. You know, I don't know what to say. I spoke to him actually on, on Tuesday. So I'm just, you know, obviously devastated by the news and um you know, hoping he pulls through. You know, people have been keeping me abreast of things and um he's a strong strong guy, he's a great guy and you know, he's a fit boy for you know, someone of his age and he's been fit all his life so, you know, I'm hoping and praying that he comes through okay.
1: New think Lennon says it better than we could We would just echo those sentiments Wishing Jackie McNamara well And thoughts with the family as well At this difficult time 01419511025 This is an ideal time to call We're going to get some travel with Stephen Then we're going to get the thoughts Of Rangers manager Stephen Gerrard Going to Kilmarnock tomorrow Where do you rank that Rangers fans? Let's take the obvious Let's take Celtic Park out of the equation I'm just curious here What do you see as the most difficult away venue In the Premiership Forget Celtic Park Because that sort of Speaks for itself But amongst all the other clubs What's the most difficult Away venue? Is it Rugby Park? Is it somewhere else? Good time to get your thoughts in
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompsons.com.
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon DL Here with me, Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Don't forget, we've got Tuesday night football In Hamilton Hamilton Ackies against uh, Aberdeen Almost said Hibs for some reason Against Aberdeen We will preview that one a bit later on In the show Rangers fans, wondering how you feel about a trip to Because that is still a fixture that... That worries you There's been difficulties there In the past And Solve my curiosity What do you see as the most Difficult away venue In the league I'm just curious Take Celtic Park out the equation That's a kind of obvious one What do you What's the away fixture That fills you with the most dread I wonder if it is Rugby Park I wonder if it's At Audrey or Burr Park Anywhere you decide Tell us you, I'm just looking I'm thinking back to mm. To Stephen Gerrard's time Gordon If we take it At the moment Surely Rugby Park would, would be up there For yeah. Rangers In terms of difficulty
3: Yes. Um I think um also the pitch would play a part in that, Gordon. Um but you're looking out where would I say that the most difficult a way to take Celtic Park out of the equation for Rangers? I would probably I'm not having time, Castle do I know they lost there last time. I would probably Andrew. Andrew, yeah, okay. Um I would probably but say But you're not having it. No, I would probably say the most difficult venue would be Livingston for me.
2: Pataudry by a country mile Do you think so? Yeah I've, I've been at all Did these places With Rangers and Celtic and, and something Remember back in the day Richard Goff said Aberdeen always raised their game mm-hmm. When they played Rangers mm-hmm. Aberdeen fans Raised their game When they played Rangers And there was just a different Pataudry becomes a different place When Rangers go there Even compared to when Celtic Go to Pataudry So for me Rangers going I, to Pataudry Is the would, hardest
1: Would rugby, And obviously the reason I ask it Is because it's Rugby Park tomorrow Would Rugby Park Get a, an honourable mention at the moment well, I'm, I'm not really talking historically Because there, there will listen, be times I, I, when
2: I know under Steve Clark It became awkward But even in the last You know Five games Angels won there in the first day of the season Um I think Alfredo Morelos Scored a hat-trick there In a, in a League Cup, Cup win as well I, I know under Steve Clark There were a couple of awkward games But I don't think Going to Rugby Park Would have the same The same problems For Rangers That you know Regularly going, The, th- the going thing going I to the say that, Clark- and, and Morelos By mm. the way as a phenomenal scoring oh, record sure does, against Kilmarnock yeah. He scored 11 goals against Kilmarnock I think the next best is 6 that he's scored against Hearts and St. Johnson So he certainly mm. enjoys going to Rugby The thing bar. I
3: say Livingston, quite simple for me Roger Is um, I think that You know, players Going to Livingston, particularly the both Rangers and Celtic, and I think every team Lists their game against Rangers and Celtic I just think that as a player It's the one ground that If I was still playing just now No, no, I'm not having a a, dig at Livingston It's just the way Livingston plays well They get in about you, you know They make it very difficult for you I just Mm. think if you ask players Going to Aberdeen, I think
1: going to Potaudry Great atmosphere, it's a decent pitch I think
3: that's that's, that's okay for
1: me Like I say, I was just curious Rangers fans, you're preparing to head to Rugby Park tomorrow I just wonder what you consider the hardest Or one of the hardest away venues in the league Take Celtic Park out of the equation What's the fixture away from home That takes your confidence away? Let us know 01419511025 Stephen Gerrard Says Alfredo Morelos Is ready to rediscover His top form After getting back To goal scoring ways At the weekend He's happy to see The burden Beginning to be taken Off the shoulders Of Morelos and Defoe
7: Looked alright at the weekend um, Played his part In in another win I thought he was looking As if he was getting A lot sharper In the Hibs game You know I thought he finished That game really strong And then he, he, he took That form into the weekend Gets his goal Which is always important For a striker um, I've had a couple of chats with him since we've returned from the winter break and he seems as if he's okay to, to carry on playing. We've spoke uh, on quite a few occasions over my time here about not you know, having the burden on certain individuals all the time and it is very important that the goals are shared out. It's nice to see centre-backs contributing from set-pieces. Midfielders joining in, and, and number tens Ryan's numbers are a lot better than last season. So, if we can get that collectively around the group, we're going to win more football matches and, and give ourselves a better chance. I think they'll always put pressure on themselves. Uh, no one Alfredo like I do, and, and certainly Jemaine for an awful lot longer. They put the pressure on themselves. That's what strikers do. That's what they get paid to do. So, but as a group, that's what you've got to do. Uh, we want the goals to come from all kinds of different areas. We don't want to be a team that relies on one or two individuals for sure. Jim is a
1: Rangers fan from Kilmarnock. How are you tonight, Jim? <clears throat> yeah, I'm good, guys.
6: Um, I was just driving home from work there and I was listening to you uh, speaking about Edward and a lot of us were getting excited on the panel about how he's playing and stuff. We've got a guy that was signed for a £1 million um, who's outscoring him just now. He was also the top goal scorer in the European uh, the group stages and we paid a £1 million for him. £8 million less than what Celtic mm. said for Edward. I think that's the man that deserves the
1: praise. Uh, Jim, uh, believe it or not, if you praise one of them, it doesn't mean you're not praising the other. You are, you are able t- to divide it.
6: Aye. Mirelos went through the same spell as. Um, Edwards came through. The only one that really mentioned it was Roger, and I think probably you've just went back over that point because you probably realised Edwards getting all this praise. I don't remember Alfredo Morelos getting all these praises when he was banging the goals and He, d- he <laughs> actually, he
2: actually goals and You know something? He actually he did get a Player of the Month Award. I'm just trying to think what month it was, Jim. It must have been October, November time Morelos got a Player of the Month Award as well. The, re- and
1: the, reason, the reason I'm laughing, Jim, is because we got absolutely slaughtered on this show. Slaughtered because we put Alfredo Morelos. In our team of the decade So if you think that this show Doesn't give Alfredo Morelos Praise for his goal scoring You're barking up the wrong tree I'm
6: not saying you Don't give him praise But this is a guy that pay, It was signed for a million pounds Who's scoring this superstar At nine million pounds <laughs> So how much is Morelos Going to go for um, uh, And the big clubs Is going to come in For him cause it, it, it just seems In this show The Edwards Is only, the, the only big clubs That's you hear what I, Did
1: you hear what I said Jim About this show Putting Morelos
2: in their team of the decade I, but I'm,
6: t- I'm, t- I'm t- talking about the night I did hear oh, you just said, aye, tonight but t- Okay about the night Because you're showing
2: the night Aye Right It's funny We are just talking off air I'm, I'm going to get around now From Gordon Duncan For for I think somebody must have been fiddling with my car radio jam because when I get into the car this morning, I wasn't. A, 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 somebody turned it on and I, I get two minutes of Alan Brazil, who I'm told works for a, an, another channel. And, and Alan Brazil was talking about the Leeds United game tonight, and he made the point that Leeds should have signed Odson Edward in January. Now, when Odson Edward and Alfredo Morelos are finally sold for a lot of money by Celtic and Rangers, they're going to go an awful lot higher than Leeds United. We're just discussing it Daz Gordon and myself off earlier when the travel was on, what level they could go to. And there's absolutely no doubt, even if they were sold tomorrow, they'll go to the top six team in England. That that's how good they are, the two of them I was trying to say that earlier on the show. At the minute and sometimes when you're living through history, you don't actually realise that you're living through you know such significance. These two guys are special. Gordon, the truth is we could Get calls every single
1: night Every single night If we said right Who's the better out of the two And we yeah. we compare We could keep doing that We've been there And uh, I suspect we'll do it again In the future Roger mentioned something Earlier on Wouldn't it be nice If we could just enjoy them both I mean Eduard won Player of the Month That's why we were discussing him He's playing very well You're going to praise him That's no slight on Morelos uh, And vice versa it would be nice to take a step back And enjoy them both
3: I think I think uh, Celtic and Rangers fans Are enjoying them both Gordon Sometimes they do get caught up Who's the better better value for money Everything The first caller Come on Ian He was talking about Edward And we spoke about him Now That's not to say that If Jim comes on and says about Well I think Morelis is X, Y and Z I'll be the first to agree Because I think Morellis Is a terrific striker as well Gordon and I think that we've got the luxury in Scotland of having probably two real top-class players playing for Celtic and Rangers. You can only go with what you're seeing. Mm. Uh, Edward good player of the month. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. But Morelos, and we do, we, we 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 think he's praised for the heavens here about how good he is, he's finishing, what he means to Rangers. So... We can only talk about individuals at one time. And, and let
1: me Jim, let me put it to Jim though, because I'm interested. As it you're a Kilmarnock native, Jim, and we were just discussing about whether Rangers fans still consider that as a as a difficult place to go. What what what's the away venue in the league that you consider you know a, a real problem for Rangers? I
6: think Coombe Armour a hard game for any team, and, and I don't think it's causing Obviously, obvious. It was hard for Stevie Clark was there, well. they were obviously playing a little better than what they are just now. Mm. I think the park's got a lot to do with it. I, I think a lot of teams don't like playing on that park. It's just, I think that's more what makes it tougher. But I think the got look probably Parkhead. We were at the Parkhead game um, at just at the end of the year, and um, that's obviously. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah. I, I I saw, sorry, I meant, I meant yeah, to see I'm out with that. Uh, yeah, Aberdeen's and stuff. I think Aberdeen's um, quite a good one. But just to touch on what Roger was saying, I don't think we'll go to top, I don't think either of them will go. get a move to the top six teams. I think we'll have to go somewhere first, then prove ourselves, we'll then go to one of the top sixteen. I, I, I disagree with that, Jim. To Jim, I disagree I, yeah, with. that I respect your opinion, but yeah,
2: yeah. I don't I'm, think I don't think
6: they'll go. I, th- I think I
2: think, I think there is a snowbury, Jim. There is a snowbury down south, so you might mm-hmm. be right in so much as. They may have to take a step somewhere else before going to the top six. But uh, and just in terms of, of sheer ability, I, I think they could cope going to the top six in England. Anyway well, right well,
3: well, hold on a minute. If you're talking about this top six teams in England, you're talking at this moment in time, you've got Leicester in there and you get Sheffield United in there. You're not telling me these two guys can't go and play. Now, you can argue, are they going to be there every season? Probably not. But they're there in merit just now. I think that. It's not a case of a Southampton Or you know Going to a West Ham and I think these two guys At their age And their ability Are capable mm. of going down And stepping into some of these
1: teams The top teams Brad says Tynecastle Castle Park Is clearly the hardest venue for Rangers No question The stats don't lie Dropped five points there 2-1 uh, one and 1-1 one, one. He puts a wink face after Which makes me think Brad is actually a Hearts fan uh, But that's fine That's alright that, that, That's okay that's allowed, but I just think he's getting a wee mention in there for his team rather than putting it from a Rangers perspective. Um Can argue with that you well saying that you mm. can because you want to, despite the statistics. No, I,
3: I think the stats are there, Gordon, and especially a season, and especially a lad's game when Rangers lost there. So it is hard hard to argue against. I just think that any teams, the top teams like Celtic and Rangers, as players. And please, I'm not being disrespectful of Livingston I think the way they go about their business And the job that Gary Holt's doing there is ter- terrific I just think it's one of these places that Players don't look forward to going and playing
1: mm-hmm. Let's speak to James and Clyde Bank Hi James Hi guys, how you doing? Hi, not James. bad James, what made you call in tonight? Uh, just
8: uh, basically the Rangers support It was just only there a few minutes ago Talking about the edward uh, basically we bumped his these Saying about Alfredo Morales. Right I'm a huge Celtic fan Everybody knows me How much a Celtic fan I'm Norman, Right But He's saying that Alfredo, uh, 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 Odson Edwab is getting all the attention. Well, the reason why he's getting all the attention is because Odson Edwab does the damage in the Cup Finals. He does the damage in all the El games and He scores the winning goals in all the big games. Now, I think Alfredo Morelos is a fantastic player. That was even see to Rangers for Portals a couple of years ago when he first came and he was missing all the guys. You know, that's, that's a fantastic player you have got. You just need to give him time and he'll start doing the damage. But <clears throat> basically, that's what I'm saying. That's the reason why I and Getting even mentioned Even Merlin Morelos With the bigger clubs and that For the fact is The guy does the damage When it comes to the business end He does it And yeah. he's proved it already Several seasons You know what I mean?
1: So Yeah I'm in danger of Of repeating myself Roger But I, I do wish we, we could try and, and, and just enjoy both It doesn't he have had, to Always be
2: a direct comparison and Listen I know the point James is making But the flip side of that coin is Morelos has scored Was at 14 goals In the Europa League Top scorer in the Europa League So far this season um, European goals are reasonably hard to come by I think he's now Rangers' second top goal scorer In European history Behind Ali McCoy's So the only hurdle that he hasn't cleared so far Is, is scoring that goal against Celtic I mentioned the 11-8 scored against Kilmarnock I think he's scored goals and ev- Against every other top flight team he scored goals in, in you know, big cup ties And the point James makes is valid The facts are he still hasn't scored Against Celtic But James says He used to think He was just about to start Doing the damage Wouldn't surprise me uh, You know If he scored goals The next time Rangers played Celtic he, he's, he's that type of player I think it's just One of those little Idiosyncrasies of our game That player A Hasn't scored against Team B I think it will happen
1: uh, James just finally Before we let you go Neil Lennon Talking today about Other players coming back In the likes of El Hamed Not seen him in a while He's come back into training um, El back at the weekend, a few others. How are you feeling about the the next say half a dozen fixtures? Are you optimistic?
8: I don't know, we we've definitely got the players that can do the damage. It's just that's another thing about this season as well. See if you actually look at your squad, we for the start of, basically for the start of the season we've had so many big, big players out and we've handled it and we've handled it and we've been told about how Rangers are coming to get us and Rangers are coming to get us. We've handled every situation so far all right. We never handled the two the, two, the cup final, and which we, we still won at the end of the day in the game at Park Keep. But that was because we probably didn't approach it in the right manner. We were probably starting to get a wee bit gallish because the Rangers tore us apart in the cup final but we were still able to win. So that that again, that's gave me a wee lesson and you would have showed again the same as last season. When they've had that wee lesson to learn, then they've basically come back and they've started giving severe damage. So... And especially Eli- I think Elliot He's a fantastic player But just to get back a wee bit on What was my point before that About Alfredo Badellas I think the way he's going going to do fantastic things Roger Right Yeah I the end of the day? It's, it's, it's not just about He's no scored against Celtic He's no scored Any cup semi-final winning goals Or cup final winning goals In nearly big games
1: Yeah but he's the top there, He was the he top scorer In the Europa League though James Surely that counts for Hold something it, Right Of course
8: it does But right See when you actually Look at the quality So the quality against quantity Right he scored about 10 goals against What was it, St Joseph's or somewhere? it wasn't
1: as many so as
8: that wasn't as many as that, James He scored about 10 goals From two teams I think it was one of the games Where he scored five or six goals Against St Joseph's And then another one As I say I think the boys a fantastic player But you actually look at the Look at the, the, the facts That matter now the boy might be doing damage
1: But he's still not done it In any of the real big games Your version of facts James Your version of facts Allows you to mention The fact of St Joseph's As being a small game But you completely fail to mention Games against Porto Which would surely By anyone's standard Go down as a big game to that. I was just about to say that. Give him this season. He has done it In a couple of Europa League games He's produced a couple Of big
8: goals Granted Give him that as I say I think he's a fantastic player and I was sitting a lot of the portal before he was even on the, on the bandwagon room I was like just wait for that boy he's going to do damage So and I've got no doubt in the future he's going to go do even bigger damage in all different types of levels you know what I mean international level you know, I've not got anything about that but I'm talking about the facts of the matter now Everybody keeps on going on about how it's better than Edward but no, Edward
1: is doing it The fact of the matter is We are three minutes late for the travel But thank you to James and Clyde Bank 01419511025 Good time to get the call in Because we could be speaking to you after we hear from Stephen
0: Clyde won Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader for compensation Talk to thompsons.com. dot com
1: Gordon Diehl is here Roger Hanna's alongside him You can get in touch in two ways The first one is on the phone And also we're on Twitter At Clyde SSB And Scotty McCue Has just been in touch He sent us a tweet And I'm starting to wonder I'm looking over my shoulder To see if Scotty McCue Can see the, the bit of paper I've got in front of me Because I had just scribbled this down To mention it after the break And right on cue Scotty says Great to see a young Scottish lad Doing so well for Chelsea Huge congrats to Billy Gilmore Now this is the news today If you've not seen it Chelsea Making quite a big deal of it actually, which is nice to see. Chelsea officially announcing, if you like, that Billy Gilmore has moved in to the first team building. They say so. He, I know he's been inv- he's been involved in the first team, has played for the first team, but he's now become an official member of the first team squad, if you like. So Chelsea making that announcement today. Still only eighteen, I think, Roger, and great to see. I don't think there's any other way of <laughs> of spinning.
2: Yeah, oddly enough, He's a player I haven't really seen that much of. You know, he's played so much of his football. Down there, you know, below first team rankings. Even when he's played with some of the Scotland youth teams, the twenty ones, I haven't really seen that much of him. You hear fantastic reports about the young lad, and we just hope that, and I'm sure he will get the best possible grounding down there under Frank Lampard and Jody Morris. And his development will soon enough see him into the senior Scotland. What a feeling!
3: What a feeling has Gone. He's a young kid starting off. We were the same when. When I first joined Rangers at 16 uh, You get changed in the away dressing room And you had to go and chap the door And stand and wait till someone opened it In the first team dressing room And your thoughts were always I want to get in that dressing room I want to be a part of that Unfortunately it never happened for me <laughs> uh, No I get in for a couple of months And then I get put back out But I, well done to a young lad What a, what a confidence boost you will get
1: from that And I don't know Roger something about the the way that it's happened that it gives you that belief that Chelsea really, really fancy him and really believe in what he can do because he's already played for the first team on a handful of occasions. But the way they've sort of announced this, if you like, they seem very keen to to attract everyone to the fact yeah, that they believe he's he's a real prospect. It's
2: not that long ago he signed a, another big long term contract, so they clearly see a prosperous future for Billy Gilmore down there. Um, it was noticeable for me that Chelsea in January, despite the fact that. The transfer embargo was lifted They didn't go out Now I dare say they did look for players Mm. And maybe just deals couldn't be done But they didn't flood the place with new signings I think Frank Lampard is keen to Allow a lot of the young talent To be exposed to the first team You know be that Mason Mount and Tammy Abraham Or be it Billy Gilmer I mean they always say You know you should never get carried away You should never put too much pressure On these young
1: guys And then also I'm wondering Will we see him at Euro 2020 Playing for Scotland So it's just It's about finding that balance (laughs) 01419511025 Robert is a Rangers fan He's from Lark Hall How are you tonight Robert?
9: Yeah I'm good guys Um, Thanks for taking my call That's a problem Um, For me um, Every time Rangers play On any of these um, 4G pitches I absolutely went, um because I just think, not, not even just Rangers, even Celtic as well, every time they play these pitches, it's always a hard, hard game. And it's a bit of a leveller in terms of um, class players from Rangers and Celtic playing Delector like Kilmarnock, um, obviously Livingston, Hamilton. And, I, and that for me, not, Tyne is always hard, Aberdeen's hard the lift their game. But um, for me, it's every time they play these um, terrible pitches.
1: So, tomorrow obviously comes into that then, Robert. Your Rangers side go to Kilmarnock tomorrow. Is, that, that's a fixture that you are not overly confident with then, based on what you're saying?
9: Well, I'm always confident when Rangers play, but you always think to yourself, oh, here we go again, because um, it's very, very difficult in terms of playing on these pitches. And let's be honest, I mean, not just with Rangers, but also with Celtic, um, these teams always up their game and the pitch is always about a bit a leveller.
1: Yeah I mean I'm looking at Kilmarnock's form Roger and it's Better now than it was Which wouldn't be hard Because they were on an absolutely horrendous run Managed to get that goalless draw Up at Aberdeen in the cup A 3-2 win away um, At Hearts before that You know beating Ross County So they seem to have steadied the ship a bit Will they have to channel their inner Stevie Clark If you like To, to do what they did to Celtic and Rangers Their last season Is that the blueprint if you like Going back yeah, to
2: that of course well because when you take on Rangers, even when Rangers go to rugby partner, just any Brox games, Rangers are going to dominate the ball. Rangers are going to have more possession than Kilmarnock have. Rangers will have more territory than Kilmarnock have. So Kilmarnock will need to be defensively diligent, and will need to try and attack Rangers on the break. You know, whatever opportunity they have, maybe they'll try and prosper from set pieces with the likes of Del Fabro and Broadfoot Johnson or Bruce, whoever plays it, the buy big guys going up. But they will have to channel the runner, Stevie Clark. Um It's noticeable, since Alec Dyer has taken charge, they are, what's the word I'm looking for, maybe more pragmatic than they were under Angelo Alessio. Um, Comarlick fans can phone the show and, and, and tell us whether they like that or they don't like it. What they will like is the fact that they can go to Tyne Castle, score three goals and win. They can come from behind against Ross County, score three goals and win. They can go to Petaudry, Play five at the back Get a clean sheet Bring Aberdeen back down the road For a cup of replay So the Command fans will, will like that form I think it's a bigger test though When Rangers come to town tomorrow night uh,
1: Robert just on the Specifically the game tomorrow The big personnel news If you like from Stephen Gerrard today Was that Borna Barisic is, is a doubt He's a sort of 50-50 How important has he become All of a sudden You know at the start of the season You might not have Bothered too much quite frankly If he was 50-50 for a game like this But I'm guessing now you'd be a bit more concerned
9: Yeah I'm always concerned But I think the biggest player for Rangers is Morelis And I think if we actually Well it's already been kind of proven As, as, as such um, if we miss out on him He gives us the engine of the team In terms of running about and hassling players And taking um, abuse off players And taking abuse off fans etc And um, I, I think for me um yeah, we, we miss Barisic We don't have a natural left back But Morelis for me I actually worry more every time yeah. um, He's actually missing And as I say The boy takes a lot of abuse And um, he's done I mean on, I like to speak about Edouard And also Morelis in terms of um, Make it quick acts, if
1: you can Robert The news little, is approaching But on a little you go a little
9: bit, um, Both world class players And I think we should enjoy both these players Because they are absolute world class um, But Morelis I think for me
2: Edges
1: that in
9: the
2: fact of The boy takes so much abuse Of not just uh, fans But also pundits Isn't that right Roger? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that right Roger? No, I've at you I, I My name's I, not Roger I think I've praised Marilos to the in The first hour of the show He's a very, very talented player 29 goals I think he could hit 30 tomorrow night Nobody's hit 40 Since Ali McCoy's 92-93 When he got the European golden boot So sitting here on the 11th of February You're looking at Three months of the season Still to go I don't think there's any problem I think he could go, he could, You know Breach the 40 goals I see.
1: Very quickly Gordon What about Barisic How important has he become Because only a couple of weeks ago We saw what happened When, when Tavernier out Rangers fans Kept calling in And saying they missed him greatly Would the same apply On the other yeah, side
3: Yeah definitely uh, Big miss um, And away from home Tomorrow night You're looking at Is Halliday the man To come in there Will he bring in Flanagan For instance Because he may just say Look we'll Attack down the right hand side With Tavernier Flanagan sits in, does more a defensive role, but I think Barasić yes, definitely a big miss for Rangers.
1: It's that time of the night. Beat
0: the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish uk slash football.
1: Beat the pundit time Your chance to win a signed ball But you need to get on here first And show that you can answer More questions right Than Roger Hanna Or Gordon DL If you fancy stepping up To the plate tonight It's a very simple process 0141 951 1025 Dial that number And dial it before the news At 7 And it could be you Trying to beat the pundit tonight
0: Slide 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team For compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com
1: Gordon Diel And Roger Hanna here We're building up To one big game In the Premiership tonight The rest follow tomorrow um, But in the next 40 minutes or so You'll have kick off Between Hamilton Ackies And Aberdeen It's not a night For the faint hearted So we've sent Our intrepid reporter David Galloway David Galloway I give him his formal name Ooh. As well He's usually just Dave ah. On the show Call yeah. him David Tonight uh, We're going to speak to Dave In the not too distant future And give you team news And build up to that game So let's do this first
0: Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash football
1: Roger Hanna got all excited Before the break there Because I didn't mention That he usually starts On minus one that means absolutely nothing You still definitely start on minus one I just forgot to mention it But it might not be you It might be Gordon DL It will definitely be Mark from Uddingston How are you tonight Mark?
8: I'm um, good too Are you guys alright?
1: Too bad at all no feeling, right, Mark. feeling confident Mark?
8: Um, no, there's no Roger there no
9: <laughs> <laughs> um, But no Just back to, to Gordon, the question earlier I, I, I totally agree with Gordon DL I think is the hardest away ground As a Celtic supporter for us I thought I'd beat him there since he came back
1: Did he put you up to this phone in and agreeing no, with him No oh, I That's a, <laughs> Good man Absolutely a ball, gonna... its way, Mark. <laughs> a ball on it's way Mark A ball on it's way I'm going to toss the coin If it's heads It's Roger minus one And if it's tails It's Gordon DL Oh and it's your wee pal It's Gordon Phone didn't agree with him Now you're going to have to go to battle with him Gordon against Mark In Uddingston So let's Give Gordon DL something else The button's worked right Mark He can't hear you anymore You've got 30 seconds You're going head to head With Gordon If you've never played this before It's pretty simple No real rules But you can pass That's what yeah. you need to know So if you need to pass it Do it and move on To the next one okay you yeah, no worries Good man your time Starts now Where did Ali McCoy begin his playing career St Johnson How many points Separate Celtic and Rangers In the league Seven Who is the captain Of Kilmarnock Dicker Which French team Was Odson Edward Loaned out to Whilst at PSG which Scottish international is currently in the Cardiff team? Callum uh, Patterson. What decade did Partick Thistle last play in a competitive European match? The 70s. What is the nickname of Falkirk? The Bairns. How many league trophies did Magic Zaravsky win with Celtic? Two. Okay. Ready, Gordon?
3: Oh, I don't like the smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, go.
1: I don't mean anything uh, no. by it I'm just happy to see you That's all Yeah Merce, Are you Merce, ready? Yeah Same set of questions to you Let's go Where did Ali McCoy To begin his playing career? St. Johnston How many points Separate Celtic and Rangers In the league? Seven Who is the captain Of Comarnock? Uh Dicker Which French team Was Odson-Edouard Loaned out to Whilst at PSG? Lyon Which Scottish international Is currently in the Cardiff team? Cardiff team Patterson what decade did Partick Thistle last play in a competitive European match? 70s. What is the nickname of Falkirk? The Bairns. How many league trophies did Magic Zaravsky win with Celtic? Two. Okay, okay. Let's see. What do you think, Mark? <laughs> Just a answer, less. <laughs> oh. What do you think I was smiling at? When, I, I when I, you were smiling because you me. thought
3: I was going to get absolutely done in here tonight. And you, to you're I. still smiling, which.
1: I sometimes smile, though, if the contestant got zero as well, because I know how you take it. So you no, could be in not got a fact I never get zero. <laughs> oh, this could be tight here, is it? Oh. Let's get, this is it's tight game of the season so I thought so you far. were
2: laughing because one of the questions was about a decade.
1: Oh, oh that's funny as well, I really had a heart attack For that one Where did Ali McCoy begin his playing career St Johnston You both got it Oh no man How many points Separate Celtic and Rangers In the is league it. Seven You both got it <gasps> Who's the captain Of Kilmarnock Gary Dicker You both got it Oh jeez I'm going to come back To the fourth question A bit later on oh. Which Scottish international Is currently in the Cardiff team Callum Patterson You both got it <sighs> What decade did Partick Thistle last play in a competitive Sexies. European match? And none of you got it. Sexies, it was the 90s, nineties, nineties. the Intertotal in Cup. Oh no. What is the nickname of Falkirk? The Bairns. You both got it. How many league trophies did Magic Zaravsky win with Celtic? You both got it wrong. You both said two, the answer was three. Oh, so it was good. Level. What is number 4 again? Back to question 4 What is it? Which French team was Odds no, 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 no. Loaned out to whilst at PSG Gordon said Leon no. Mark said
2: Toulouse lose. Toulouse And the answer is Toulouse ah, <laughs> Well done
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Brilliant, Mark. He,
2: he, he did say at the top of the hour Mark There's a ball on its way in ah. 5 minutes yeah, He was absolutely yeah, correct Mark, Well, well, well,
1: well,
3: well, well, well
2: done brilliant. brilliant That's one of the performances
1: of the season On the phones Mark Well done What, what was you your brother. final Mark, score one, two, three, four, five, six. It six. was a six-five. Yeah. Oh, what a I game? Do it, I do
9: it at home. And you think it's, uh, it's easy when
1: you're sitting at home? But not for you, you six. Glad it was the Roger. Stop <laughs> glowing. It gets ten when he's at home. He only managed six tonight. Brilliant. Well done, Mark in Uddingston. And I can I can tell you that that makes you the ta- the, the the level worst pundit of 2020. What do you mean most pundit? I've only lost two in exactly. September. Exactly. So September. I said twenty twenty. Forget twenty twenty. I know your grasp of years I, is a bit ropey. And I'm
3: I I I am very fair when it comes to even losing jo- it, right? Jo- I'm jo- very jo- fair. Jo- Roger,
2: this exactly.
3: But, but let me say something. I'm sure Mark could help there, Roger. I could hear something
1: <laughs> in the background. <laughs> you I could hear anything you were listening but to. <laughs> Brilliant! Well done, Mark and Uddingson. The same ball is on its way. God, Six you- is a good score, to come on, guys. You know Six worst is, it is
3: very good. Do you know what the worst of this is right? Guess who's listening to this show tonight? The mushroom. The mushroom. He will be honestly Slaughter jumping you, over
1: you? a couch and everything.
2: Check, check your phone. He'll be texting already. Oh, guaranteed.
1: Oh, what a game that was! It was an eleven-goal thriller. We can't promise you that at the Foys Stadium, uh, but we can promise you a game. Certainly, Dave Galloway is looking ahead to Hamilton against Aberdeen.
10: Thanks Gordon, good evening, well ahead of this game uh, Hamilton boss Brian Rice has called for wind metres to be used in Scottish football and it's certainly uh, windy here this evening and very cold for a meeting of two teams without a victory in the last five matches, Aki's sitting second bottom are desperate to pick up points with tonight's game followed by a visit to bottom of the table hearts on Saturday, plenty incentive for the Dons, also victory would see them overtake Motherwell to go third in the table and also ease pressure on manager Derek McInnes whose teams come under increasing scrutiny thanks to a run that's led to some fans calling for his sacking failure to score here tonight would set a club record of six successive games without finding the net and of course McInnes's men could also do with a lift with Celtic coming to Pataudry on Sunday lunchtime let's run through the teams then Hamilton makes six changes Hunt, Alston, Woods, Templeton Martin and Ogbo come in for uh, Hamilton Smith, Collar, uh, Davies and Winter. So it's uh, Luke Southwood in goals. Then it's Aaron McGowan, Scott McMahon, Johnny Hunt, uh, Blair Alston, Sam Woods, Alex Gogic, David Templeton, Brian Easton, uh, Scott Martin and Marius Ogpo. Uh, Then the substitutes for Aki's, Gourley, Collar, Davies, Winter, Moyo, Want and Smith. A very interesting team selection for Aberdeen as well uh, because Main, McGeoch and McLennan come in, outdrop Logan, Campbell and Cosgrove, the uh, top scorer for Aberdeen is certainly uh, not firing on all cylinders at the moment, that is for sure. Joe Lewis in goals, the outfield players um, Andy Considine, Scott McKenna, Mikey Devlin, Curtis Main, Niall McGinn, Dylan McGeoch, Connor McLennan, Lewis Ferguson, Funzo Ojo and Matty Kennedy. Substitutes for the Dons, Cherney, Logan Hernandez, Hedges, Cosgrove, Campbell and Anderson. And your match referee here at the AK Stadium, it's Greg Aitken. Brilliant, thank
1: you very much to Dave Galloway No doubt about it, the headline team news Sam Cosgrove dropped to the bench And replaced by Curtis Main
10: Yeah,
2: it's an odd Aberdeen team as well No, what you would say, orthodox right back there It looks as if the width might come from McGinn and Kennedy or McLennan and Kennedy Does that push McGinn further on alongside Main If it is McLennan and Kennedy in sort of wing-back role So it's a, it's an unusual Aberdeen lineup. And of course the headline story is No Sam Cosgrove to to an extent It's like Celtic leaving out Edward or Rangers leaving out Morelos
1: It's an interesting one Gordon And you can clearly see both sides Because Aberdeen haven't scored in five games Mm. They're on a terrible run And you can't keep doing the same thing And expecting different results So fair play to Derek McInnes He's trying to change it He's trying to make something happen On the other hand If you've not scored in five games People may question why you would leave A 21 goal striker on the bench But But he's not been in the best run of form since the turn of the year So Time will tell If it's the right decision
3: I watched them uh, Against Rangers at Ibrox And I had two Terrific chances To score Gordon And he looked uh, A player that Wasn't Had a lot of confidence In that day And he's not scoring goals But I was always a great believer That Your top goal scorer Keep him in the team He's, a, he's, a, he's No disrespect to Curtis Main, He's a Bigger threat than Curtis Main. Um he's uh, twenty-one goals, as you said, this season. I think you've got to keep him in the team. I totally understand why Derek McKenzie decided to say, well, Curtis main has been sitting waiting for his chance. Cosgrove's not put, putting the ball in the, the back of net. It. it might just be a little case of saying, right, I'm going to look for a response off of you because I put you on the bench. You're not guaranteed your place every week. But when you come under a bit of pressure, especially from Aberdeen fans just now, not scoring goals, uh, it's a big, big decision from the manager and um, we'll know by the end of the game if he called it right or yeah, not.
1: On the other hand though, if you're trying to get Sam Cosgrove to rediscover that form, maybe you have to take him out the firing line, maybe you have to do something, try and get his hunger back, let him know that he's not undroppable. Yeah. It, could, it could
3: be, Gordon, it could be. Um, You can have a sense with uh, your players You know, during the training And watching them And yeah, sometimes it's, it's good to say You know what? You're not guaranteed to walk into the dressing room Pick up your strip and go out there And just try and perform and score goals You're going to have to work for it But I just think with, with the way Aberdeen are just now No goals This is probably a night they'll create a lot of chances And you know, I think Cosgrove I just think it's a massive yeah. call
1: oh, It's certainly a massive call Roger we, we, we won't know for sure really until the end of the evening The incentives there are clear for both sides As Dave Galloway mentions For all the McInnes out brigade And, and not, that's not to say that they're wrong Aberdeen can go third tonight In a position which let's be honest Most people would say that's, that's what's expected They're three points behind Motherwell Level and goal difference A win would put them third and for Hamilton It's really about trying to Pull away from Hearts They're only one point above them At the moment at the bottom
2: Yeah when we put them third They're still in the Scottish Cup They've got replay Come on next week It's not Doom gloom and despondency All around Pitt Audrey um, I think it says a lot For Derek McInnes And the levels he has maintained In his seven years in the job That What you've seen in the last month Or six weeks Is now deemed a crisis For Aberdeen And yet as we say you know, They'll go third in the league And they're still in the Scottish Cup He's done a very very good job over a lengthy period of time at Aberdeen um, It's a big call tonight to leave out Cosgrove You two boys probably see have seen more of Curtis Main Over the years than I have um, He's not really had much of a chance Purely because of the form of Cosgrove He's found it nigh on impossible to get into the team This is maybe the night for Curtis mm. Main
1: Yeah and I mean You look at Aberdeen's plight at the moment We heard from Stephen Gerrard earlier Talking about how happy he is that it looks like the goal scoring burden Is being lifted mm. From just Morelos and Defoe He's talking about Other players chipping in And surely the same Has to apply To Aberdeen Because all the focus Is on Sam Cosgrove He's not scored In five matches So all of a sudden He goes out of the team Curtis Main comes in But, but what about Thereafter I mean Niall McGinn's got four goals this season. You'd be ho- uh, league goals, sorry. You'd be hoping for a bit more from What's him. Lewis Ferguson got there. Uh, God, Lewis Ferguson in the league this season has got one. One. He's got one league goal this season.
3: Yeah, if you're if you're going to be serious and you know, uh, it's okay saying well, finish third in the league or challenge for third in the league. Because mother will have a bit of a saying that Scottish Cup. Uh, they've not scored in five games. You've got to be looking at goals elsewhere. That's why Rangers and Celtic are way out in front. They've got, especially Celtic. They've got goals all over the pitch. Celtic Rangers now with Steven Gerrard now saying with well, Arfield trying to chip in with a few. You need other players rather than just depending on your sole striker. The great thing for Celtic supporters and Neil Lennon just now is it's not the fact that you Edward he's got another striker up top and and Griffiths and Griffiths knows where the back in it is as well. So they share that burden. You're right I think that Cosgrove's Paid the, the, the price For probably His own success But it might be a It might be a terrific Judgment call By Mechanics um, mm-hmm. Just to say You're going to sit there You're going to earn the right
1: I'm just looking at The other attacking options If you like Roger And I don't mean to hold this Against these players Because some of them Haven't played that much But I'm talking about The options Just the options That they have In terms of attackers Lewis Ferguson One Goal One league goal John Gallagher One league goal uh, Ryan Hedges has got four Now we're getting four Like we mentioned Conor McLennan One as well So there's, there's There's no one really Behind Sam Cosgrove
2: And they used to spread The goals out so well You know you Remember Gary Mackay steven Used to chip in Kenny McLean would chip in Johnny Hayes would chip in Graham Shinney you know, Used to come up with a goal The defenders Used to score quite a yeah, lot Concerain's you know.
1: not doing too badly He's yeah, got a, a couple again know,
2: Concerain would always score Shea Logan During his time at Aberdeen Has, has got a reasonable Goal scoring record but all of it seems to have dried up this season It's either been Cosgrove Or nothing And now that Cosgrove's dried up There's a real problem for him well, Let's think.
1: hear from both managers then Starting with the home boss Brian Rice Very very difficult You know it's,
3: uh, We've took 2-4-1 two, two, defeats against all for him But I couldn't ask any more of my players You know Rangers and Celtic grind you down They grind you down We're still in the game Long long periods yet But their quality What they do They just they grind you down now, Aberdeen are a good team. People are going out but they've no scores. So Aberdeen are a really good team. Derek's done a fantastic job up there. You know, getting to finals, semi-finals, second, third in the league, you know, and it becomes expected then. It becomes expected then. So I know how difficult it will be.
9: I need to remind myself we're in a position to go third and that's not always been the case, you know, and I know we've been up there second and third and for the vast majority of my time here. Um, but we are, as I say, in a position where if we can get those improvements in that final bit, it feels like we're going to have a, a stronger end of the season than what we're currently going through. But it is tough, and FIP is like that at times. And it, and it probably, you know, the fact that we're, you know, we're, we're probably judged the same kind of scale as the Hibs and the Hearts. Both the clubs would grab our league position in the, They would grab the opportunity to go third. And while we're not satisfied with our lot at the minute, we can clearly see we need... So much to improve upon But we're going for third spot this season And I believe we'll get
1: there 7.45 kick-off at the Foy Stadium Hamilton Ackies against Aberdeen We'll keep you up to speed if anything happens In the opening stages And of course all the post-match reaction On tomorrow night's show Right, it's almost time for the full-time teaser hmm. Now if you've got good football knowledge You're definitely, you're definitely going to need good footballing knowledge You're going to need to know your managers Yes And you might even need to know managers in Scotland And out with as well that's just a flavor of what's coming up in the teaser we'll get it up and running next
0: Clyde won super scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors getting you full compensation is their goal talk to thompsons.com
1: a difficult full-time teaser for the guys tonight if you want to take part we'd love to have your answers so send them in at Clyde SSB see if you can beat Roger and Gordon to get them all because you need quite a few tonight 13 I'm afraid um, since 1992 can you name 13 managers Who have had two spells in charge Of the same club In Scotland or England's top flight Since 92 13 managers Have had two spells in charge Of the same club In England's or Scotland's top flight David Moyes and Let me finish A couple of things to bear in mind okay. John Smith sent tonight's question in And it doesn't include Hearts Because Hearts are the weird Managerial merry-go-round didn't they And I think that's probably why He's left them out He hasn't said exactly why But it says Not including hearts And Caretaker Slash interim managers Don't count
3: David Moyes so, No
2: Well done Das With West Ham Yes uh, Walter Smith Yes and Neil Lennon
1: Yes This is easy <clears throat> So far <clears throat>
2: <laughs> so he, he, when he I know exactly what John Smith means about Hearts Even Craig Levine Craig yeah, Levine Yeah just forget, Harts I forget altogether. Hearts yeah, I think altogether so Yeah, Hearts
1: altogether Right that's fine So he says since 92 But not including he, Hearts 13 managers have had Two what, spells in charge of the same club In Scotland's or England's top flight What,
2: about, what about Jockey Scott? No Don't,
1: I thought he'd been in the than one. Well, was,
3: uh, Robinson was caretaker weren't
1: he? Stephen Robinson yeah. He's not one But funny you should say that Let's hear from Stephen Robinson Yeah, come on on. Brilliant That's the smoothest transition You've ever come up with In the show He says it's time for the club To build for the future After they cleared Their external debts The club received loans Totalling £80,000 To help pay off Former owners John Boyle and Les Hutchison That was then paid off After they sold One of your favourites James Scott to Hull And Robinson says The future is looking bright
11: Every time we sold a player or we got the cup final, it was always, well, we'll have to pay off the debts again, you know, debts that, you know, a lot of people here weren't involved in at the time, but, you know, historic debts kept holding the club back, in my opinion, and I think now it's a time to build again, Um, the invest in the playing squad, the infrastructure, the the ground, the training ground, you know, our, our, our training ground and our academy. As much as we've done so well from it, it needs to be upgraded massively to continue to try and attract players and, and go forward. And, you know, as a manager, I won't stand still. I want to keep trying to push the club forward. Alan Burrows wants to keep pushing the club forward, as do the board. So uh, I'm sure they'll have a, a plan for the next five to ten years. They've done what they said. F- fantastic credit to everybody involved. Um, you know, we, as a football club, we've we've made a lot of money through selling players and being relatively successful on the pitch as well, backed by the Wealth Society. So. It's now time to move on It's now time to, to Start building again And try and keep the club Where it
1: is And and within our means Keep building Hayden is a mother old fan From Paisley Is that something That excites you Hayden Looking forward to the future Without the The, the debt hanging over you
5: Yeah uh, Good evening uh, Gordon, Gordon. I
1: uh,
5: heard guys. Heard um, Yeah, it's, I think it's brilliant um, One of the things I wanted to say was uh, I know that You know We've, we've lost a lot of sort are really good young players and well we've awesome. lost them, we've made a lot of money from them. Um, but one of the people that I think doesn't get the credit it deserves is Alan Burroughs at Runable. Um, I think the job he's done is phenomenal and he will be the biggest loss. Um hopefully the day doesn't come, but if the day does come uh, a bigger company, maybe not even necessarily in football, but company pension, because I think the job he's done is incredible, to be honest with you.
1: He makes an interesting point about you don't want to see your players leaving No no one does But there absolutely has to be a realisation now That actually football's changed And the market's changed And particularly clubs like muller That's how you succeed That's how you become debt free really Is yeah. by effective player yep. trading Because we don't have the prize money We don't have the TV deal But if you can sell James Scott Cedric Kipre, Ben Hennigan Louis Moult Marvin Johnson Etc etc That's Whilst not Jeopardising the, the product on the pitch too much That's how you become an efficient club
2: Yeah, and it, it's, a, it's a sensible business model For a club of Motherwell's size um, You know, I've spoken to Helen Burrows many times About this in the past You know, the sale of players The importance to the club of cup runs And, you know, any football club's finances There's a lot of it are imponderable you, you, you don't know how far you're going to get in the cup You don't know, you know, who's going to come in and try and buy your players. But as long as you can keep producing players and, you know, the likes of James Scott, James Scott at some stage was going to be sold on. He's probably ended up being sold to Hull City earlier in his development than people at Motherwell might have suspected he would. But they've come in with, basically with an offer that Motherwell couldn't refuse. A bit of the offer that Celtic made for David Turnbull before the deal went down last summer. Um, David Turnbull? Once fit later on the spring, will come back into the team. If he can reach the heights he did pre injury, then he'll be the next one to be sold you know, maybe to Celtic, maybe to someone else. And that sustains Motherwell again. And the key to happiness for Motherwell, and they've managed to, to tick this box so far as to keep producing them. Mm. You know, there was Turnbull, then there was Scott, and there'll be more off that production line.
1: And then Gordon, um, Alan Burrows absolutely does deserve praise, as Hayden says, but he would probably be the first to mention that. It's, it's a collective effort You've got that process from The scouting department The guys that identify these players Stephen Robinson would be part of that Then bringing them in The coaching staff Making them mm-hmm. good players And this applies to youth players as well Then even down to, to small things Like the way they promote the players Through their very effective social media channels And all the rest of it So there's a real collective effort there To try and market these players Well
3: you know Alan Burrows knows the club inside out Gone. He's a fantastic Um Ambassador for the football club, you've got to say, terrific guy as well. Um, the job that he does there, he's a part of the team. You know, it always strikes me—he's not one of these guys that tries to puff his chest out. He's quite happy to roll up his sleeves and and do a bit of work and get on with it and support the people that that matter—the the manager, the coaching staff, the players, everyone concerned. He's just a fan. He loves the club and the. the The caller's right What an absolutely Magnificent job This guy's done And I hope Personally uh, That he never leaves there Because he's been Absolutely terrific For Motherwell Uh, But You never know Because you see Other clubs And they must Sit up and take notice of the job that he has achieved at Motherwell Football Club
1: Hayden what, what's next then Is this about the club trying to, to properly grow as a club I know when people think that you know ma- Making good business deals and, and sorting the money situation out The automatic thought for fans is Okay what players do we bring in And what, what does it mean for the first team directly But having heard Stephen Robinson, Alan Burrows and, and so on in the past Maybe time to think about A training ground The day may come when Relocating from Fur Park Or upgrading Fur Park Might have to, to Come into the equation Are these the types of things That the club will be thinking about
5: Yeah I think it's Going to need to be Because um, God I remember Way back when I was at college And there was People went to Football Club I went to Motherwell College And they were talking about How they were having to be Concerned about the main stand Because it's it's Basically made up And that was about 10 years ago So yeah I think it was The day that uh, upgrades will will need to come eventually but um I means even just some of the small changes that we've made over the past few seasons, like um doing away with the the wall at the side of the fellow Donald stand and getting your scoreboards and a new roof in the um the east stand. Um I know these sort of things might sound sort of a small change to what old firm fans and things like that, but I mean for a couple a of my if to be doing that when we don't have sort of a huge amounts of money to be thrown about and paying off debt at the same time is it's
1: brilliant Yeah, you have to do it step by step, Gordon. Mm-hmm. I think that goes without saying. I would, you wonder how when when our smaller clubs, so to speak, when when they go about that player recruitment process, I I'd imagine having a, a nice training ground that that's yours would would play a massive part in that.
3: I th- I think that's the only thing it's missing Gordon By the way,
1: there's nothing The facility at DL Park's Park's great Ticks a lot of boxes But I just wonder if that'll be
3: the next next thing Yeah, I think so That would just completely club I think what you've got to hand all the credit To everyone concerned there Is, yeah, they lose their best players Um, You know, teams come up and buy The younger players with the the ability that they've got Like, see, James Scott was uh, the latest one But the product in the park is still as good And I think that's down to great management Great recruitment uh, everything about it I just think that Motherwell Have got it spot on I really do And uh, you're right I hope that one day That uh, Motherwell
2: Have their own training ground And before he goes I need to thank Hayden Because he got me thinking About Motherwell And surely one of the answers And the <laughs> teaser's Mark <laughs> McGee Yes It
1: is Mark McGee Well done Hayden That was your parting gift To Roger Hannah, And Gordon Deal. That was Hayden A Motherwell fan From Paisley Mark McGee is an answer Well done I've got 40 here Roger but You only need another a- Oh, know, Mourinho at Chelsea Oh come on You can't
3: steal my thunder oh, Sorry does. Yes Mourinho at Chelsea Daz told me Right Douglas Liverpool No Right Kevin Keegan Newcastle Yes Well done Right Hold well, on can, I'm going, well going for managers Tony Pulis must be one No Neil Warnock
1: No Sam Allardyce No Harry right, That's there. too many Yes At Portsmouth Definitely. Right we'll leave it there Because you're only looking For another six I think you've plenty Of time to get them uh, Let's take another call From John in Copebridge Hi John
12: Evening Gordon Gordon and uh, Roger Hi hey, John uh, no, I was just saying To Gordon Earlier on there Do uh, you think it's time That wee Griffiths Has got back Into the Scotland squad Now Because as we know That's what we're crying out For a, a, a striker You know what I mean and it's good that Stephen and Naismith maybe's coming back to a better forum too. So I think been the two of them coming back and the wee man's getting the goals again, I think it's looking no bad for us, not I mean, what do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I would completely agree with that. Both Griffiths and Naismith, I think. Naismith did very well latterly for Steve Clark at the tail end of last year, before one of his injuries. Um but Griffith's is probably well, undoubtedly more of a goal threat than Naismith. Um, maybe even you know have a team with, with Naismith just off him or something, but it would certainly give Steve Clark far more options. Um, interesting to see Oliver Burke for Scott in, Was it thirty-three years yeah. to score in La Liga at the weekend when he scored for Alaves? Oliver McBurney again, enormous praise for Sheffield United on Sunday when they beat Bournemouth to go fifth in the English Premier League. So we are beginning to get a few more attacking options, and I think the return to fitness. You know, Ryan Jack can be back in the Rangers team tomorrow Scott McTominay's back in training at Manchester United I think John McGinn's mm-hmm. targeting the, the Carabao Cup final For Villa against Man City on the 1st of March Which would be three weeks before the, the Euro 2020 playoffs So the more Kieran players... Tierney,
1: did you mention that? Went to Dubai with Arsenal was go. running around and the,
2: the more players and the more options at Steve Clark's disposal The better In the space
1: of a few weeks, Gordon It's now... Has it gone as far as you would say it would be a huge surprise if Griffiths wasn't in the Scotland squad for the the playoffs in March? I think it'd be
3: massive, not huge. Um, Is that not the same thing? Yeah, but two (laughs) different words.
1: Um,
3: I think that Griffiths is probably out of all those players. And it's now that we've got good choices, especially in Midlay Park as well, where the players that Roger's saying come back to finish. But if you go down to natural goal scoring, I think Griffiths is a top out of them all. I know that other ones can bring different things to You know, depends the way Steve Clark wants to play The style he wants to play But if you're down to chances in the box Who would you rather put your hat on? I would go with Griffiths all
1: day John, you're full of praise for Lee Griffiths Would you keep him in the team tomorrow? Do Celtic stick with this three-five-two, Or do they, well in fact when I say stick with it they, they ditched it at the weekend They just played one up front for the cup game against Clyde Would you like to see Edward and Griffiths again tomorrow?
12: Aye, uh, the two of them, as you say, they're, they're occupied. I think they and a few of the pundits have said the two of them occupying the centre half. You not know I mean, it gives them something to worry about. You not know I mean, and I think he, I don't think Neil Lennon's got a lot of praise for. I mean, not a lot of people, but he to it and he's like he's gave Griffith the the Griffith the chance. And I think the two of them are really because creating a right good understanding between them now. So I think it's really looking good. You not know I mean, but as I say, that's I've been on here for you know I mean I think God, has got Griffiths a chance now. He's got his chance. He seems to be. He's maybe not hitting the top for him yet, but I think it's that. It'll come, not. I mean, it's going to come. But the more games he gets under his belts, the the better. Not. I mean, can I make one point before I go as well, guys? Sure. See, see the boy it was on earlier on the, the Kamarnock fan on a bit. I mean, you you, you guys give Marellis a lot of praise too, as well as Edward. But that guy, tell the guy if he comes on again, we only paid four hundred fifty thousand for Dumbelli What did he go for?
1: Just there, wee afterthought
12: there for the guy. Not. I mean,
1: fair point. It's a mm-hmm. fair point. This is this is the sort of. Rabbit hole, you end up down. Roger, we, we, there is nothing to be gained by constantly comparing him to and that transfer fee to his, oh. and then you add in someone else, and, and we go round in circles. So, but the, you do make a fair point. What did Man City pay for you? Uh three hundred thousand
3: right? or something. Yeah, that was I rec- was a record transfer. I yeah, think. yeah. Help build the new stadium.
2: Fantastic.
3: When they sold me back.
2: <laughs> and then, and then I'd talk about fifty billion for John Stones. Oh, Change what? days. I, I, honestly, I'd have been worth the right few quid. In my day.
1: Just finally, on John's point on a serious note for tomorrow, we will get into it in more depth tomorrow because that's you know what we do on Wednesday night when it's game night. But guys like El Yunusi Gordon, mm. where, where does he where does he fit into the Celtic team if if they do stick with three five two? Keep, and, I 2 And at the moment, is is Ryan Christie many people's tip at the start for player of the year? He looked every inch the player of the year while he was fit and available. Is now is he is he a substitute until further notice or?
3: Yeah, I think, I, I think I've think i got to say that, and I'm finding myself very surprised. That I have to say that because I thought that Ryan Christie would have been a stick-in, stick-on, sorry, for every game. But in Cham, we forget, and Cham's a terrific talent, Gordon. He's a terrific football player. He just needed a run of games, and he's shown it. He's bringing goals to his game as well. I think El Yanoussey, with the system that Celtic play, could easily play as the wing back. I think he's really?
2: got Yeah,
1: yeah, easily Alex uh, Ray was not having that at all last night Well,
3: well, if you've got Forrest playing as a right wing back Why can't you have a, a guy like El With the, the pace and strength and everything that he's got Can't play as a left wing back How does that work out uh, How does Forrest mm. play as a right wing back When we all know that he's not the greatest defender But El is Because what you've got in that system, Gordon, is You've got Scott Brown that goes and plugs the holes You've got McGregor in there as well so you've got people that can go and fill into positions I think El Elianusi could play okay. left wing back all day long
1: JC's not happy with you You're talking about natural scorers for, Natural finishers for Scotland He says, eh, hello Shankland, natural finisher Fair to, point
3: To Griffiths? Absolutely no chance No chance
1: He's a natural finisher Yeah, you
3: would yeah, to, to yeah, agree. yeah
1: Listen, I'm not Nice options to have I think we'll leave options, it there Because we Griffiths don't have a lot of time uh, Since 92, not including those at Hearts. 13 managers have had two separate spells in charge of the same club In Scotland or England's top flight Name them Kevin Keegan, Neil Lennon, Mark McGee, Josie Mourinho, Davy Moyes, Harry Redknapp, Walter Smith
2: Are you sure Neil Warnock's not won there? Yeah They were mentioned in the Beat the Bund in the 90s Intertoto team John, John Lambie that's
1: <laughs> Who got in there first? Me It was John Lambie, yes
2: What about Big Terry Butcher in Inverness? No they have
1: to, both spells have to be in the top oh, flight.
2: All right, okay. There was one this season. Kiki Sanchez Flores went back to Watford, didn't he? Yeah, brilliant. One, two, three, four to get. We'll get them next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're into the final part of tonight's show on the home straight, and we are just kicking off between Hamilton and And Aberdeen in South Lanarkshire Just inside the opening stages Nothing happening at all Remember Big team news though From Aberdeen dropping Sam Cosgrove They're trying something different They've not scored in five games So Curtis Main Leads the line tonight A few other changes as well Interesting Well I say interesting It's interesting to me If you're sad With these types of things And you you scroll through social media All your days A lot of the Aberdeen fans On social media Roger are actually pretty happy Not that they Say it's all Sam Cosgrove's fault But they all seem to agree That he needed, he needed time out I was yeah, expecting well, a bit of, a, of an angry reaction But they all seem understanding Well
2: they see more of their Aberdeen team Than we do um, If they say Cosgrove needs a rest If they want a change up top Then Derek McInnes has made the right call for them but Interesting to see We're just trying to establish How they're lining up Obviously Curtis Mayne as the You know Leading the line But the likes of Niall McGinn Matty Kennedy Connor McLennan For me They're all of a responsibility To get around Curtis Main And try and You know Take a bit of the Scoring burden Off him Looks a wild night In Lanarkshire no?
3: Yeah that's an interesting Decision that uh, Derek McInnes Is gone with And it's very interesting That Aberdeen supporters Are probably Applauding it I find it a bit Strange Gordon uh, I know that He's obviously Not hitting the the form that he showed earlier in the season but he's a goal scorer he scores 21 goals, he's a big threat, it may just be the kick that he needs up the back side to say right I need to start fighting for my place I don't know, I don't watch him every week but sometimes when you are going through a, a spell if you look at Celtic or Rangers for instance if they went 5-6 games and Morales didn't hit the back of the net, I don't think they would drop him, I think they'd keep playing him, because he's that big a player for them, but Derek's decided not I'm going down the road of giving Curtis Main an opportunity He's waited for it He's probably working hard in training He's shown a good attitude So it's up to Curtis Main now to say Well I tell you what He's going to sit in the bench because I'm going to claim the the number nine positions. It's called.
2: And, and you look at the hail and the sleet pouring down there, Daz. we well, are so jealous of? Dave we've been there covering the game. I, so we, we'd love to be there if it wasn't for this I was show actually, tonight. I
3: was actually thinking at one point I was going to nip in for the second yeah. half, and, yeah, yeah. and nah, see Dave, and, yeah.
2: see how the red shed and all that. Two fashionable
1: individuals like yourselves, are you having the gold strip uh, for Aberdeen I, tonight?
3: Yeah, you know, I wouldn't suit me, Gordon. No. I don't like it. I really don't like that. I, I think it's quite horrible, actually. I don't. Would Would Aberdeen fans go and buy that? You know, and that's what the the second strip's really for. You know, try and get a bit I'd like, different. I'd like to
1: see you in that gold strip. I'd like to see.
3: Well, I I, I think I suit the the strip. Obviously, I got last year with my name on it. Yeah. Uh, suit that down to a t. It's very tight fitting for me. Shows off the physique. <laughs> I saw that last time. the must. Is it shrunk in the wash? No, 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 no no. It's uh, it's just It's an Italian make Uh,
1: Ah, Yeah On a serious note Niall McGinn just put the ball down To take a free kick And it blew away It blew off the spot Where it was meant to Take it from They then tried to take it quickly And you could see the ball Did actually roll um, On impact So I'm not for a second Suggesting the game's in any danger But it's not ideal I think Gary Holt Backed up Brian Rice today Didn't he? He, he referenced was it, Did I see the quote Likening Scott Pittman To a dog Chasing the ball Around the pitch At the weekend Because the wind Is just spoiling things
2: Yeah and listen They're both echoing The remarks of Jim McAnally The Peterhead manager At the weekend After their game Was abandoned 24 hours after He had warned the SPFL That the game Shouldn't go ahead Because of the weather forecast So it's difficult We do have A lot of football To squeeze into the calendar It becomes more awkward When the clubs Want their winter break In January But You know The spectacle we had I was down at air At the weekend And you know The old stand At Somerset Park Was was shaking And and I don't need to tell Dads about that Structure It was shaking In the wind Of Storm Kira. So I think sometimes There needs to be A bit of common sense We only seem to postpone games With waterlogged pitches Or frozen pitches And never take into account The overhead conditions
3: Yeah I do agree And the, the ones That I've got to applaud Gordon I'm looking at a TV screen here and there's the supporters That come out in the nightless. Yeah. How difficult You know You come home for work maybe You look outside You see conditions You say Oh it's a great chance Oh he's
1: got to do better than that for me Yeah David Templeton, Templeton. Into the box He's taken a bit of a sore one actually Joe Lewis came out To try and clear the danger And uh, that's the closest We've come in the opening stages Still Hamilton nil, Aberdeen nil. Let's just finish with a bit of Transfer news today actually We don't get much outside the window um, But Ross Wallace signed for Saint Mirren, Roger. Is that one that you think could make a, a positive impact to the buddies?
2: Yeah, I think um, was he at Fleetwood was his last club down south. He yeah. came back up the road. He had a trial at Dundee earlier in the in the new year. It um, didn't agree terms up there, so. I knew Jim Goodwin was looking for a player, looking to to add someone extra because of the problems he's had in full-back areas, really. So, it be interesting to see where Ross plays. Callum, you know, he's very much left-sided. Callum Waters has been there. Whether one of them is versatile enough to go over to the right side where he's had all his problems, we'll, we'll find out, as we saying seeing earlier, at Livingston tomorrow night. So... um We'll, we'll find out soon enough. Clearly, a great pedigree,
1: Gordon. Started at Celtic, as mm. many people will know, racked up good numbers of appearances for Sunderland and Preston, loads for Burnley and, and then Sheffield Wednesday. Clearly, it's of late that's been a bit of an issue. Only managed four appearances this season and they were all way back in August for Fleetwood. But an experienced campaigner, good CV. Uh,
3: yeah, I said earlier about the size of squads with the games coming thick and fast, Gordon. I think it's a good experienced player Added to his squad I think that's a a decent bit of business By Jim Goodwin and St Mirren um, I think he's a decent off player he's, he's still always Every time I watched him He looked a very fit lad as well So yeah, I think that's a good bit of business
1: Yeah, 34 years of age Ross Wallace So we'll watch with interest To see how he gets on at St Mirren We're just seeing that chance back David Templeton through Tries to lift it over Joe Lewis There is then a, a collision Has the Aberdeen keeper done much wrong?
2: Um, Not too much I don't think the Hamilton players Were claiming for a penalty and Certainly Templeton Wasn't claiming for a penalty It was one of those Templeton got their first Shot was off target You know There was as you say A collision between the two Okay Let's try and round off Tonight's
1: teaser before we go We have Four answers to get Now just something to, to Try and flag up to you We're always in the lookout For your questions We love reading your questions out So if you've got questions And you want to hear them on the show The address you need is Fulltime At Clyde1.com so, tonight, since '92, but not including Hearts, 13 managers have had two spells in charge of the same club in Scotland or England's top flight. Caretakers don't count, so Kike Sanchez Flores at Watford, Kevin Keegan at Newcastle, John Lambie at Partick, Neil Lennon, Celtic, Mark McGee, Motherwell, Jose Mourinho, Chelsea, Davey Moyes, West Ham, Harry Redknapp, Portsmouth, Walter Smith, Rangers. You've got four to get. I'm was struggling.
2: Jim Leishman? No.
1: They must be in the top flight no, no, for both spells. Good. Remember,
2: Derek Adams. No. Oh
1: Peter Reid at Sunderland? No. Oh. You get two Scottish, two two Scottish clubs, two English clubs. We're
2: scratching about now. Jim Duffy is not one, is yes. he? Yes.
1: Ah, yeah. oh, you Roger Dundee just... in the mid nineties and the early two thousands. Yeah, I was just going to say Duffy. One more Scottish club, two more English. We're going way back for the English ones, though. Oh no. Yeah. Right what well about the Scottish one This club is no longer In the top flight mm-hmm. But they were in the two spells When this guy was in charge You should get it Gordon
2: I should get it Yep Oh Jimmy Nichol. No Oh Close don't don't You're getting get
1: warmer
3: John Hughes
2: No Wraith Rovers
3: Eh uh, Alex Smith No Wraith
1: Rovers Jimmy Thompson The club Is Inverness
3: Oh, Craig Brewster. Oh.
1: Craig Brewster, and the last one, an English club. will like give you. Uh, oh, sure you do. Uh, Everton. Early nineties. Early nineties, even before that, I think. Howard Kendall. Yes. Well done, Daz And the one that's gone even furthest back for the first spell is Crystal Palace.
2: Christian Steve Copple.
1: Yep Well done Okay we got there in the end Thank you Roger and Gordon It's goalless between Hamilton and Aberdeen We'll give you all the post-match reaction On tomorrow night's show And five big games In the Premiership tomorrow Cracking fixtures All across the division So join us from six In the company of Mark Guidi And Jim Duffy In the meantime Stay right there Callum Gallagher will look after you
0: Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors.
4: Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.